Welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast with Chad and Jade Spencer. In this world, there's an unlimited amount of voices fighting for your attention. Facts are important, but truth is key. This podcast is all about taking real life situations and looking at them through the lens of God's word. Victory can be your story. What's up, podcast fan? Happy Monday, everybody. Well, we're excited to... Blow the dust off of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, but while we've been away, a lot's been happening. My wife isn't going to do this, probably, so I will for her. But my wife wrote a devotional. Oh my goodness, I did write a devotional. Yeah, it's called Life Behind You. Um, I'm not a woman. so It's a 31-day encouragement for women. I have not read it, um, but I heard that it was good. Thanks. So you can go on to uh, my wife's Facebook, and there's links, um, or you can find it on Amazon. That's more convenient for you. But yeah, so while we've been gone, we haven't been slacking. We've just been kind of focusing on a couple other outlets, but we've had, we've missed the podcast, obviously. Oh my goodness. We've had a couple people ask what happened to it. Right. So now here we are back back. and ready to go. Today, we're going to talk about the topic of being faithful in every single season. Yeah, Chad and I have been talking about this lot a lot lately because, you know, there's a lot of times in your life where God gives you an instruction for something that's coming right. that he's going to have you do. But the question is, how do you stay faithful where you're at if it's not time yet to step into the next thing that God has for you? Or maybe you know what you're supposed to be doing right now, but you're struggling to be faithful in the season of life that you're in. And so we're going to kind of just talk a lot about experience, stuff that we've gone through, and then obviously what the Word says. Right, because it's important to kind of determine in your life that your character is something that's going to speak for you for your entire life. And I see many times that people that are maybe going through transitions, people that are stepping in to other seasons, or people that are just bored where they're at right now, they end up compromising character because of either you're not engaged anymore with what you're doing or maybe you just got bored or maybe you're just so enticed with what's coming next you're not a good steward of what you're doing now and I would hate for you to ruin uh, your last season or the season you're currently in or even the season you're going into because you were a bad steward. Right. So that kind of brings us into the next point or first point. But I was going to say, nowhere in God's word does he give us permission to not finish strong. Right. God's about finishing strong. And I think a lot of times people make excuses and blame it on, quote unquote, the will of God. Oh, well, you know, God's will for me is this now. Okay, that's okay. Right. And that's great. I believe that God's calling you to this next step. But have you finished well and strong and stewarded this last season to completion or have you just skipped over it? Right. And that's going to matter a lot, not just of where you're leaving, but where you're going to, or, you know, and it may not be physical locations. It may be a job change. It may be, you know, you stepping from a department change. No, but even like from single to being in a relationship. Yeah. You know, there's so many different areas that this is applicable to, and you need to just kind of take whatever season you're in, in, in whatever area of life and apply these principles. But number one, right? God's system is stewardship. Actually, what's interesting is the Bible talks a whole lot more about managing things Mm -hmm. than we realize. The Bible wants us to be good stewards and he wants to take care of what he's placed in our hand. And can I tell you this? What's in your hand right now is a test of what he can trust you with 
what's next. Absolutely. And if we're not faithful with what God's entrusted us with, he's never going to bring us to the next level, the next season, the next step in Mm -hmm. where he's bringing us to. And I want to encourage you that if you recognize that stewardship is a priority and how well you steward determines how far God will bring you, then you're going to look at what's in your hand differently. Yeah. Yeah. Oftentimes we look and we see little. We see uh, not necessarily where we want to be or where we'd like to be in 10 years, but we see where we're at. And it may be disappointing and it may not feel like much, but God can take what's little and what seems insignificant and he can multiply it and make it something astronomical. For sure. Something beyond what you can even imagine. Right. I think I'm going to, you might have even done an offering message on this, but God took the little boy's fish and loaves of bread. Right. And it seemed insignificant when there were 5,000 people there. Right. But then he took it and he multiplied it and expanded it and it went so far beyond. But you know what's interesting? It all started with stewardship. Yeah. It all started with, number one, he stewarded those few loaves mm-hmm. and fish, mm-hmm. and then he was willing to present them at the right time, at the right moment, For sure. which transitioned him into where he was supposed to be. Yeah, and you know, with stewardship goes hand in hand sowing seeds, because right. when you're stewarding something, yep. you're sowing seeds into whatever it is that you're stewarding, and I think a lot of times people need to be reminded that it's not always God doing the stuff right. that we're you know, mm-hmm. waiting to happen or whatever. A lot of times it's just we're reaping a harvest of seeds that we've sown. Remember, sowing and reaping is a principle in the Bible that works. And the Bible says that as long as seed time, the earth remains, yeah, yeah. seed time and harvest is going to be there. Yeah. So there will always be a sowing and reaping. So, you know, maybe you're in a season that you're not very happy with. Right. Maybe you're, say, you know, blaming God and saying, God, I don't like this. Or, you know, let's look at some seeds that we've had in the ground and let's make a change. That's the exciting thing. You're never going to be stuck somewhere forever in mm-hmm. your life. I'm not talking about a physical location. I'm just talking about a, um, a position you know, of a life. Position. Yeah. Change your seed. If you're yeah. not happy with the harvest, change your seed. The harvest will begin to change. Yep. Your life is, a, is an accumu- accumulation of the seeds that you sowed yesterday, the day before, the week before, the year before. Sure. And you determine what the future is going to look like. Let's look at Matthew 25, 14 through 30. The Bible talks about this parable of this uh, this man that had a lot of money. Right, and he gave his uh, his disciples or his servants uh, different amounts. Right, he gave one one talent, another two talents, and another five talents. And he went away to a far and distant land. And when he had come back, he had expected them to steward what he had given them and increase it and then multiply it. And it's always interesting to see this because the one got so scared that he buried it. He said, "I, I just wanted to make sure I could give back." what you originally gave me. Then the second one doubled it. So he had four. And then the uh, third one doubled it and he had 10. And this is just proof that God is not a socialist in any way, shape or form. But he took the one from the one and he said that you were not a good steward. You didn't multiply it. You didn't increase it. You weren't faithful with the little that you got. You did not become faithful in the season that you were in. And so he didn't bring them to a new level. He didn't get this next new awesome thing. He got what he had taken away, and then God took it to the one that had 10 and made him have 11. Yeah. 
So your level of faithfulness in this season determines your level of blessing in the next season. And and don't be so short-sighted that you're, you know, because it gets boring. You know, don't get... Don't get stuck in a rut, right? Where you just, oh, okay. And you sow everything with a bad attitude in the season that you're in. You act out and and cause problems and create drama or, you know, whatever it may be. But don't ruin something that God has blessed you with for this long and sow seeds that are going to destroy the season you're in and destroy the next season that you're stepping into. So God's system is stewardship, and we can see that through the parable of the talents. The second point here is this. What you sow, you will reap. My wife already touched on that a little bit. But Galatians 6-7 says this. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. I think we forget that you will pay for what you Mm -hmm. order. There is a natural consequence for every decision that we make, whether positive or negative. And I think a lot of times we live our lives not counting the cost and not counting how our actions today will affect our lives tomorrow. You know, I think back to Bible school. No, I was going to tell a Bible school story. Well, I'm going to tell a Bible school story first. When I was in, because this is probably going to be harder for people to believe. I When I was in Bible school, school. in third year, we moved to South Africa. Tell on yourself. I was the worst intern. Bundy, we apologize. (laughs) I think I already have apologized, actually. I think my Bande. first year of ministry, I actually apologized. I was the worst. I was the worst. I was the intern in the youth department. I literally didn't care. I was so entitled. I was way more worried about planning a wedding. I just didn't care. I just didn't put effort in. And you know what's sad is I clearly did not think about the fact that one day I would reap that. Now you're saying, oh, no, 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 no. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, he will reap. Chad and I's first couple years of um, ministry, we naturally got interns because of uh, being at the Horseheads campus. We were the young adults pastors. Let me tell you something. I reaped. We reaped. (laughs) There were were some rough moments in internship. And I even remember looking at Chad one day and being like, this is my fault. (laughs) This is literally my fault. Mm -hmm. Now, you might think I'm being super spiritual. I'm being, oh, you know, that's like... Just a coincidence. No, it's not. Right. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that and that he will reap. And so we have to take into consideration how we act today is going to affect our tomorrow. Right. And I had kind of a direct opposite uh, seed that I was sowing all throughout Bible school. I will never forget my very first day of Bible school at the river at Tampa. I was in a suit. Because uh, that was how I was we great at the dress. river in Tampa Bay. Yeah. It no. all went downhill when I moved on. <laughs> <laughs> when you went home, yeah. yeah. Um, but I was handed a jackhammer in a full suit. It was 95 degrees, and I was to jackhammer in the parking lot because we were putting up a big. Tent. You always tell the story. I literally do not remember it, but that's because I don't think you I probably care didn't about surf your then. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow but, you know no Hope you've missed us fam no but i uh i, I legit served all day every day yeah, i, no, I, I went with the outreach that. department like i mean we'd get home from flyering at 2 a.m at night sometimes and i mean we jumped out of minivans we almost got jumped by I like crips i mean it was like it was wild counting inventory yeah for hours like bibles and communion cups and offering envelopes. oh yeah 
I did all the inventory for the ushers. I counted. I knew how many chairs were in the sanctuary. I was as faithful as I possibly could be because I realized that I was sowing seeds for my future. And you know what? I reaped some incredible interns and incredible staff and incredible people that have come alongside us to truly build the kingdom of God. And, And it was such a blessing. And, you know, we live and we learn, right? My wife having one experience and me having another experience. But at the end of the day, if you want different results, change the seeds. Yeah, for sure. And you think about this. Would you want your life to be something that somebody else has to work with, live with, be with? Yeah. Is like at your workplace, are you sowing seeds with the character that you would want to, you know, be a boss of? Are you somebody that has character and integrity that you would want to do business with if you weren't you? These things are so important and we need to be faithful in every single season because a lot of times we think when we're in smaller seasons that nobody sees it. But I'm telling you right now, God sees it. God sees it and, he ma- and it matters to him. And the Bible says that promotion comes from the Lord. Man will not promote you. You may get a job and, and get a promotion from your workplace, but guess what? God is the one that brought that promotion. Yeah, promotion absolutely. comes from God. And we need to recognize that he is always watching. And when we are at our smallest point, I think that's where it matters. And then I think when we're at our greatest success, that's the other portion yeah, that matters. When yeah. we need to look and say, am I being faithful with all the wealth or all of the yeah. influence or all of the opportunity that he's given me? Yeah. We got to look at ourselves and everywhere in between and say, am I being faithful here? Yeah. Or is my gift in my season supposed to be serving me? You know what I was just thinking about, babe? It When God first moved us to New York, fun story, when Chad brought me to meet his family, we were still living in Tampa, and I looked at him and I said, I will never come back here. I and said, I said, woman, you'll do whatever. No, kidding. No, I mean, if you really want me to tell details yeah. of what actually happened. No, it's you true. did not say that. True. But, um... When God brought me here, I it took me a long time to be okay with the season that God was calling me mm-hmm. into. And that was my time being here. And I remember having moments where Chad would look at me and he would say, the quicker you accept that this is what God has asked of you and the quicker you embrace it, the quicker you're going to actually start to see things unfold in your life and the desires of your heart start to be met and God start to give you the things that you've actually been asking for. And he was so right. The moment I started, stopped resisting and not wanting what he had for me and started opening my arms, that's when life really started for me and where ministry really started for me. It was also accepting the season that I was in. A lot of times- It was really cool. It's been like three and a half days since that's happened. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of times we we kind of daydream about being in another season mm-hmm. and um, we miss out on where God has us right now. But what we don't realize is that we could even stall. We can even stall our future and the things that God has for us if we're not faithful yeah. where he has us yeah. right now. I was going to say that, that some people, you are wondering why you're still in the same place you've always been. And it's because you haven't been faithful with where you're at. Yeah. And that's a reality. Other people, you're looking at your life and you're saying, wow, look at how far God has brought me. I mean, I just think back and this, I mean, this isn't a brag. This is just my life experience. So I'm going to, but you know, I went to Tampa Bay for Bible school and, you know, nobody knew that I was a pastor's kid or, you know, my dad's church no, or anything like that. Rude. And, and I didn't tell anybody that because I didn't think it really mattered. And so, he you know, he just I, sat in the back of the class and didn't talk to anyone. That's, that's sat on his true. laptop. 
Yeah, and uh, worked and served, you know. Uh, <laughs> but it, it was so cool, right? Because yeah. I immediately got picked up by a team in, in a department it's true. and it's very true. got risen to the top of that. And then, you know, I served in that area and then brought to the top of the You've next level. You've the experience promotion after promotion after promotion. Yeah, and then I got offered an internship that wasn't even available for people in my position. And yeah. it was like one of two people out of a few hundred students. And they pulled me up. Uh, an extra grade. I mean, it, it it's just been like mountaintop from mountaintop for sure. for because sure. I've made a decision that. that faithfulness is the only option, right? I'm not going to waste time. And, and my conviction is I know Jesus is coming back yeah. and I want to see many people saved and lives changed and transformed. And that's why I recognize like I can't waste time yeah. and I need to be faithful because, you know, I want to see that next promotion. For sure. I want to see that next increase. I want to see that next level. I want to see the next level of influence that God trusts me with. Yeah, and wherever you're at right now, I want to encourage you. God has you connected to people, to things, to events, to circumstances. Don't overlook that. A lot of times we're so fixated on the future that we miss the present. Right. But we've got to remember we're living in the present and there's people attached to that. Absolutely. There's destinies attached to that. Right. And so we can't overlook that. Right, right, right. And the last one, here we go. Preparation time is never wasted time. No. Oh, I thought you were saying no, no because I changed the title. No, I was agreeing. Oh, okay. <laughs> she wrote down in the notes, preparation season is never wasted. But Prefer- yeah. But I mean, I've always heard it. Preparation time is never wasted time. Your time of preparation is crucial. Think about this. Jesus prepared for 30 years for three and a half years of ministry. Your preparation time is getting you ready for your next season, your next opportunity, your next level of influence. I feel like you're always in a level of preparation. There's always always, like you never graduate. That's something that I've learned about God. There's no graduation that takes place. That's what I love about eternity. That's what I love about God, though. You've never achieved it. You've never just okay. Well, I'm there. Checkbox done. Now I don't have to try anymore. No, it's consistently following Jesus into the destiny that he has for us. And that's a never ending thing. You can accomplish as much as you're obedient to in this life and as faithful as you are to every season. But I mean, I'm even thinking now about Psalm Psalm 1, where it talks about the righteous. Mm -hmm. They're like trees planted by the river, bearing fruit fruit in every single season. never wither. Right? And God's favor and blessing is meant to bring you to the top of every single season of your life every every group or every uh, you know uh time frame where you're in a position yeah right but think about this god wants to increase you don't grow satisfied with where you're at maybe you're sitting there and you've said man i didn't even realize i've been in the same place for this long listen god wants to stretch you and bring you beyond what you could ever even ask think or imagine yeah he wants to transform your life but he can only work with you what you're willing to put in yeah. What you dedicate to God will determine what is produced from your sure. relationship with God. It's not works-based. It's relationship-based that produces works that actually mean something. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're involved in. I don't know what your life looks like. But I think today's a great day to take a self-evaluation and kind of ask the Lord, God, Have I been faithful? Are you pleased with me? God, is there something that I could do more of? Or God, is there something I could do less of? Because I also think faithfulness is relative to a person, right? You can't judge your faithfulness based off of what someone else's level of faithfulness is. Right. It's totally relative to you and your walk with God. And Mm -hmm. then obviously lined up with the word. But what I mean is like, just because somebody else is at church four days a week, 
you know, and involved in all that doesn't mean that that's what God's asking you to do. But whatever God is asking you to do, you need to be faithful in that. Absolutely. And, and sorry, I'm going to end it with this right yeah. here. But think about the faithfulness, right? People could look at Joseph's life and be like, well, he must have been unfaithful. Look at, he was in the palace. Now he's in the pit. Mm. You know, or look at Joseph must have not been faithful. He got, had the coat of many colors. He was his dead favorite. And then he sold in slavery. No, you know, sometimes the season that you're in doesn't look on the outside to other people like you're doing what God may be asking you to do, but you need to know what God's spoken to you, how he's spoken to you, and that you're exactly where you are because your level of promotion, just like Jade's saying, does not look like the person's next to you. He went from the prison cell all the way to the second in command in just a moment. So your obedience and your faithfulness in every single season matters. Thanks so much for joining us on the Truth Be Told podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to. Remember, we have new content coming out every single week. If you know of someone who could benefit from this podcast, we would love for you to share it on your social media as well as going ahead and leaving us a review. But for now, we can't wait to catch you next week.